0: Wendy Hinman with The Daily Hope. We are in 1 Kings 7. And what I like about 1 Kings 7 is we, if we take the prose of the text and our imagination and just kind of close our eyes, we get to take a tour of Solomon's Palace and Solomon's Temple. And interestingly enough, I guess in the last couple years, Americans have become sort of obsessed with going on real estate sites like Zillow and Redfin, and taking virtual tours of other people's houses. Even when we're not planning on selling ours or buying theirs, we go in and we look around. And Airbnb and Verbio have have gotten <laughs> all these tours going of people who never book the place. They just want to go in and look. Man, if I was staying in San Clemente, I could have coffee in this little nook. I could watch the sunset on that patio. I guess it's a thing that we like to do because there's been this great uptick. Well, in this chapter, we get to do that. If we use our imaginations, we get to go into Solomon's palace and we get to go, wow, that is some great cedar paneling. And oh man, that stacked stone, that rock work, that's pretty amazing masonry. But then we get to go also into the house of God the temple that David longed to build for God, that David prayed for and prepared for. And now his son Solomon has built it. And we get this description. And Solomon hires a guy named Hiram to come in and do the bronze work. So if you're coming into the temple, you would come into the outer court and there would be the laver and all this stuff made out of bronze, the accoutrements, of the sacrifices, but then you would ascend up these stairs and on either side of the entrance into the temple would be these huge pillars that Hiram made that are made out of bronze. And if you translate the cubits into feet, they're about eight feet thick and 30 feet high. And they would just be inspiring. And I think that's what God is wanting in these two pillars, because in verse 21 it says he erected the pillars at the portico of the temple. The pillar to the south he named Yakin, and the one to the north Boaz. Yakin means the Lord will establish, and Boaz means the Lord is my strength. And so you couldn't walk into or come out of the temple without that remembrance that God establishes what he wants to establish. And when he does that, then he is our strength. You know there's this motif all through not only the Old Testament but the New Testament about the Lord watching, being very present and paying attention to our coming in and our going out. It's mentioned it's mentioned in Deuteronomy. It's mentioned in In John, when it's talking about the going in and the coming out and the shepherd watching because he is the door. And in Psalm 121, it says, The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. And that coming in and going out, that's what it's a metaphor to the the whole of life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. And I think that's what we need to take away from these two big pillars is that we don't see that now. We walk through a regular door. But when we come to the Lord, when we come into his presence and we're reading in the word and we're praying, we need to look for what has the Lord established for us? What is his will today? Because that is where our strength is if we go just the way of the world there's no strength there the grace and the power is in what god has established what he's given us to do he will give us the grace strength to accomplish so let me pray heavenly father i pray that you would show us today what you have established for each of us what you have established for our church for our city for our state, our country. What have you established? Let us walk in that. Let us go out into it and come back home in the strength of your grace. And Father, may we know that you are with us always and that you are our protector and our provider. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.